Nobody knows. It's coming from here. That can't. The trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. Yes, sir. Nobody knows the trouble I see. She's a bitch. Glory, <laughs> <laughs> One of the best scenes in Star Wars. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars. Spaceballs, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Schwabo! Tis I, the Prince of Podcast, and the Bipolar Rock and Roller. The God of Gash. <laughs> I would say the God of Gaffs. <laughs> hey, you. Uh, ep- episode 86, the year end episode of the world's greatest podcast. Here I am with former intercontinental champion for all of 15 minutes. He just did a bow as though he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Not no, Triple H. Larry Zabisco. Oh, yeah, Zabisco. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, the Duke of Discourse, the, uh, what else you want to call him? The, uh, the uh, human incarnation of the infield fly roll. It's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. We are here without Aaron and Elena. They are they missing. Hit, they hit an in- interdimensional portal. Yeah, they were here earlier. Yeah. And I forgot to tell them about the warp zones. Yeah. Or they forgot about the warp zones. Big golden pipe. Opened up and there they went shooting through it. Shooting through it. They're probably somewhere in Madagascar right Aaron now. does look like he consumed a fireball plant. He should be all right then. Yeah, he should shoot there. he can shoot him out. They shoot from his beard. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> or Mackie, would you shut the <gasps> fuck up? We're trying to do broadcasting gold here. Or his uh ginger pubic hair. <laughs> he shoots him from his dick. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I want somebody to animate that for me. <laughs> JMO, get on that. Somebody do that, please. <laughs> Fan, please do that. And uh, a lot of a lot of deaths here the last few days. Yeah. Fucking Amy Fisher, the Long Island Lolita. It's not Amy Fisher, sir. Yeah, she played Princess uh, uh, Vespa in uh, in Star Wars. Okay, I'm gonna have a stroke before this is over. <laughs> What's wrong? It's not Amy Fisher. It's Carrie Fisher. Carrie Brownstein from Portlandia. No, <laughs> it's Carrie Fisher, the daughter of Eddie Fisher and Eddie Fisher. Yeah. Bobby Fisher's dad, the chess guy. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Nobody can find this <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, he's like Waldo over here. <laughs> it's not like Waldo Faldo. We knew exactly where he was. Always bothering Carl. Oh, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Whose sidekick was he? He was Eddie's sidekick. Yeah. Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. <laughs> Coo. <laughs> Coo. What are you do now, Eddie? <laughs> God. What a uh, show. Okay, I'll drop the act that I don't know who Carrie Fisher is. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to pursue it. But the Long say. Island Lolita, right? The, uh, she had sex with Joey Buttafuoco. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> what a, what an Italian stallion that fellow was. <laughs> In his greasy overalls or coveralls, because he was obviously a mechanic. Oh, obviously. He screamed mechanic. Yeah, he Nothing wrong with mechanics. Mechanics are great. Yeah. It's a you see position. him fight China? Did he fight China? Yes. I did not see that. And beat her ass. Hmm. In like a celebrity boxing thing? Yes. It was ugly. He's a he was quite a hefty fellow. I mean he was He was a big dude. I mean he, he was probably knows how to throw hands too. He was probably from the Bronx. Though he's a Long Island. Uh. He was more just tossing her to the canvas and she was she'd get up and hit hit him with a couple of shots and it didn't really phase him. Probably arm punches, probably not putting her legs into it at all. She didn't know how to fight. Yeah. 
She was a strong gal, even at that point. She was not she was not as juiced up as she was at one point, but she was still big. There was one so. point in the late nineties she looked like a fucking tank. Yeah, she did. She looked like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Not really, but like a miniature version yeah. of Brock Lesnar. She's proportionate to him. Yeah. Like she's probably what, five nine? Big old square chin she had. They shaved that fucker down, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they broke it. All kinds of <laughs> shit. Vince McMahon, good job, buddy. Fucking <laughs> yeah. douchebag. Well, I needed her to look attractive. If she's not attractive, then she'd be fired. God, he's so terrible. <laughs> greatest, Fucking worst. Greatest heel of all time. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in real life. In real well. life, yeah. <laughs> he lived the gimmick. What a cocksucker. Gotta live the gimmick, brother. <laughs> work, Dude. He was working himself into a shoot all the time. <laughs> yeah. Any kid, Carrie Fisher, George Michael from Arrested Development. Prince. <laughs> Well, do you know the do you know the angle on that? The cross section on that one? No, but go ahead. George Michael had the uh, had the star. Remember when he did the lightsaber? He was yes. reenacting Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> Crossover. Yeah, somebody posted that on my uh, timeline. There. Did they really? It's the lamest moment ever caught on video. <laughs> well, I should put that up though, and so, so and see so many d- people's deaths combined into one person. George Michael. Carrie Fisher, uh, or just the two. Prince probably liked Star Wars. Maybe not. He was a Jehovah's Witness. They weren't allowed to go to the movies. Jehovah. <laughs> Truff. Why can't they take Jay-Z? Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All the shitty celebrities had a great year. Like, and then the rest, you know, the year started out really great for us. Like, uh. You know, it just seemed like there was going to be a good president and all kinds of stuff, and then that just went to hell. No, and we're going to have uh, Donald, the Donald. We're going to have Scrooge McDuck without the uh, without the one, personality. This one wears pants sometimes. Probably not all the time. Probably has spats as well. I you know what? I think about. It, I imagine Donald Trump is a guy that showers and shower, he's a never nude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want him to be a never. <laughs> I want him to always have cut off <laughs> jean shorts on under everything. <laughs> It's one of the best fucking bits. Hey, stupid. Hey. What is the Arrested Development thing? Tobias Funke. Yes. Funke? Funke. Uh, anus tart. <laughs> he had anus tart as his, uh, he thought it was a new start, but he just said anus tart. <laughs> this is a license plate. And then he had uh, Portia de Rossi as his, uh, as his wife. Yeah. She's a, a gal that could use a sandwich. She is. She's pretty. Very yeah, pretty. But probably she's probably just one Very of those thin. that has a an extremely high uh, metabolism. Yeah, you could eat a horse and then shit it out, and you'd be all right. And then they had that big bone daughter, Alia Shakat, who is Alia Shakat. She's fuck. fucking smoke show. Yeah, she is. I understand why why George Michael liked her so much. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> she's old enough now for us to be talking about that, right? She was actually old enough in Whippet. I remember when that came out, and she was. There were titties everywhere. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never seen her titties. No, she didn't show them. She was just, it was like. There was just titties everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Dominican Poison-esque, even. Not really. Nobody's that-esque. Who, who all has died this year? 2016 Celebrity Deaths List. Let's check, check, check it out. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. <clears throat> I'll allow you to comment on each one of these as I read them. Okay. Let's see. I'd like a fucking list, not... Okay. Well, we got Muhammad Ali. Mm, so, that's 
It's been a more of mercy than it was. Yeah, that was that wasn't so bad. Uh, the greatest uh, prince. That was a loss. That was a bad one. Yeah, that was a. I mean, all joking aside, that was a really bad one. We had Fidel Castro. Eh, yeah, I didn't care. No. Not, like I know too much about him to. I mean, I know that some people say he against. did good things, and there's. I'm sure there was plenty of bad things when you're a dictator. Well, I've heard from not from firsthand, but like people that lived in Cuba. I mean, there's a reason why people were coming over here on man-made rafts. Well, I mean, of course it's, but what was in place before him was not any better. Yeah, it wasn't great either. Yeah, uh, John Glenn, an astronaut. He's uh, he kicked it. That's a rough one. Bowie, uh, Bowie. <laughs> Do you want to buy my jumper, Bowie? <laughs> Do you have one outfit? Do you have many changes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miami, Bowie back to Bowie. Miami Miami Marlins pitcher Jose Fernandez. How did he die? He died in an accident or something. Speedboat slammed into a jetty near South Beach. He was only twenty four, and he apparently he could throw gas. Apparently he chucked that motherfucker hard. I haven't watched baseball in years. But I don't like baseball. Uh, Nancy Reagan I forgot about that. Well, she seemed like a nice uh, lady. Yeah. Say no to drugs. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the LGBT community should be respected. Then her daughter came out. Okay, let's respect them. <laughs> She's the, she was the epitome of uh, of Republicans, as in as long as it's not as somebody I'm concerned with. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know anybody that's gay, so who cares? <laughs> exactly. And, and then her daughter comes out. And Janet Reno kicked the bucket. That was uh, Janet Reno. I liked her. I mean, she had a distinguished career. She had that dance show. Dance show. <laughs> <laughs> when Will Ferrell later. <laughs> you will dance You will dance now Hey That's dirty fighting Then how comes my conscience is so clean <laughs> Arnold Palmer The inventor of that great drink The lemonade with, mixed with the iced tea Apparently he golfed as well I heard something yeah, about that but about I, that. Uh, You know sports uh, <laughs> I don't know Gordy Howe uh, Gordy Howe died NHL guy yeah, he was 88. It was Tom. Antonin Scalia died last February. Good riddance. Okay. Former Israeli president and prime minister Shimon Perez. Mm. I don't know enough about him to care. Keith Emerson, the keyboardist who founded Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yeah, don't know. Self-inflicted gunshot wound. That sucks. Um... I can't think of an Emerson Lake and Palmer song. I don't know. Of Find any. something. <laughs> I want to know if I care. Find about something it. now. I want to know if I care about this. <laughs> okay, I'm on the a uh, YouTube. That a boy. Emerson Lake and Palmer came right up. Let's see. Is it Summer Breeze? Did they do Summer Breeze? Um, I'm, I feel like that's Seals and Crofts. That's that is Seals and Crofts. Fucking yeah. Let's just play the first one. Uh, apparently, this is something. This is uh, the video will play after this ad. Oh, you piece of shit. Oh, speaking of ads and awesome things, we'll get to that in a minute. Some great trailers have come out that I'm pretty excited about. How, how long is this ad? It's done. That's some good picking. It is. What's the name of the song? Simple Man. He had white horses. I hate it. And lady, it sounds like Donovan. The, I'm okay with Donovan, the British crooner. 
British folk singer. For this next one, I want you to look up Alan Thicke, Sweaty and Hot. And I want you to look it up and I want you to play it because TV's Alan Thicke died. Singer, songwriter, and of course, actor. Okay. All right. We're really doing this. We're really doing this. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Ready? Press play. Let's do it. I've been wanting to play this for a couple weeks. Here's Alan Thick. What would we do, baby? <laughs> you guys need to look up this video. It's Alan Thick in workout gear in what, what 1984? Five? It's got all the uh, the aerobic chanting. Great big hunks. <laughs> got a set of pipes. Yeah, I'm cutting that. No, one. no, no. It gets so much better. All you don't right, let it right, get right. to the chorus. Met some new guy at the gym. I love gimmick songs. Jesus Christ, really? (laughs) They're trying to tell me that's not a fucking euphemism for something? I've got a muscle for you, sweaty and hot? You fucking kidding me? Oh my God, I worked my body out just for you. Ready or not, I'm coming for you. We've we've got to... Maybe I've got a muscle for you. We've got to... uh, (laughs) Cleanse the palate. Oh my god. That's that. fucking fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. Alan Thick was a national treasure. Speaking of terrible TV Hold shows, on. Florence Henderson, best known as quintessential TV on Carol Brady, kicked the bucket in November. That sucks. Here we had to cleanse the palate. Gary Shandling. <laughs> Robin Thick. Yes. <laughs> you know Alan Thick begat Robin Thick. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> I hear this is like one of the rapiest songs ever. Which, it is. You know, runs in the family, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> is that what the lyrics? I'm coming for you, sweaty and hot? Yeah. Okay. He's mad because she picked up another guy to ah. It's a good song, though. It's very catchy, but apparently ripped off uh, a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Okay. Sorry. But I'm cool with it. I really like the beat and everything. It's good. I like it. It's got a good beat and you can dance to it. <laughs> uh, Florence Henderson, yes, died. Uh, uh, that was shitty. What did, did you see the uh, the, I, the meme I, I though? It said, "Now we've finished the world's longest game of tic tac toe," and it yeah. showed <laughs> him and B Davis and uh, B Davis is dead. Yeah, I always wanted to fuck her. Who Alice? Yeah, yeah. It's gumming up on Alice's gash. Well, that's gross. And she makes a roast beef sandwich afterwards. Anyway, um, <laughs> Gary, you ever, you ever know she didn't do a lot of cooking? She was mostly just cleaning. Yeah. Who was doing the cooking? The kids and... and Sam the Butcher would just bring over a side of beef. They'd yeah. hack it off. Sam the Butcher was always stopping by. <laughs> he, was, he was delivering the meat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? They did that bit. You kids. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was Tackleberry. This guy in the, in the Brady movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Shandling. He kicked That's it. That was a Gary rough one. Gary Shandling was awesome. That was a real rough one. Let's discuss. It's Gary, Gary Shandling's show. Have you ever heard the, uh, I know you've heard it, but the uh, opening theme? Yeah. To it's Gary Shandling's yeah, show? Yeah, since this guy said, 
Gary called me up and asked if I could write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? It's Gary Shanley show. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great show, too. Why is he so crazy, this dog? I don't know. I don't know what is what's he's got. He's all up in a fucking tizzy today. He's excited that it's the year end show. It's the year end extravaganza. He's starring lo- Mackie. He's losing. Apparently, he <laughs> put on the cans and get on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be talking, See Mackie sitting there <laughs> <laughs> making those noises. He makes. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Mackie. Mackie, nothing. No, yeah. he'll see. He only wants to interrupt. Yeah, he's he just he, wants to interrupt. He got stage fright. You ever had stage fright? Dick goes all up inside you. No, yeah, it's weird. It's just a panic attack. I don't get it anymore, but I used to back in the Dizay. Gene Wilder, he was in a few good movies. That's, that's a rough one. Patty Duke gave birth to one Samwise Gamgee. Don't know who that is. Sean Astin, that's her son. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that from the Lord of the Rings movies? Yes. Okay, never watched them. What's one of them? No. Snoozy McSnoozleton. It's kind of meant to be that way in a way. <laughs> it's meant to put Dutch asleep. No, it's meant to be like, it's a, his movies are pretty movies. Like they're. It's a long haul. Yeah. I get it. But it's building a story and it's visually stunning and they hold up. But do they have to be 36 hours long? No, they don't. <laughs> like Bradley was talking about that and he was in for Christmas and we were talking about King Kong, how he couldn't bring himself to watch it because it was ridiculously long. And then they made The Hobbit and The Hobbit was. Three three-hour movies, and uh, King Kong. Did Peter Jackson do a King Kong movie? Yes, the one with Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you like that one? I haven't seen it. I haven't either. It seems ill-advised. I've heard nothing but good things. Pretty really? Much, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. You got like four stars. It's apparently I, I checked the Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm getting picked on for that. But let's let's continue. The Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, some of the rankings are pretty encouraging. For what? Uh, well, that Moana movie. Got a 95. Mm. Uh, I just, because I had to look up who uh, who played Princess Vespa. Daphne Zagana. Zaniga, yeah. She's still hot. Um, she was on Melrose. Only got 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's Mel Brooks movie. It's not, it's not no, movie. It's, it's just the movie reviewers back then were taking everything way too seriously. I think. Yes, they were. And they were, I mean, I'm sure that Blazing Saddles wouldn't have gotten a great review. Yeah. It's and Blazing Saddles is one of the greatest fucking movies ever made. Yeah, like, these are nerds for like fucking photography and yeah, no shit. I mean, they're just they're they're too hard on uh, on movies. Hard on. Hard on. <laughs> Harper Lee, the author who shunned the spotlight and who pinned To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, and she then after be. she died, they released uh, Ghost at a Watchman, which was set later on in Scout's life. Bird, and uh, apparently, a lot of people were mad because it painted. Atticus Finch in less than flattering terms Like he turned out he was a racist But he believed in justice no matter what your skin color But he didn't think that they should be I think that's brave I think it's brave to write a character like that And be willing to tear it down Oh, how, be willing to tear how it down. dare she write a char- character with layers Well that's what I was saying I was, You know I even called one of my friends on that She you know and she's a brilliant She's an English teacher and I called her on that She said you know you can't tear down Atticus Finch I was like why not why not It's character tear him down do what you have to do. It's her character. Yes. She wrote it. Apparently, she, she, apparently she wrote Ghost Set of Watchmen first. So then they rejected it, and they said, we like this. Why don't you write something else? And apparently she had been writing To Kill a Mockingbird, 
and had gone on to watch, to write Ghost Set of Watchmen. And then she went back and finished To Kill a Mockingbird. And it's, have you ever read it? Maybe. One of the greatest books ever written. I mean, it's definitely. The Bible is the greatest book ever written. I'll hear nothing else. Yeah, too bad so many people can't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Garagiola. He's a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Pretty good announcer, I think, back in the day. John McLaughlin from the McLaughlin Group. Abe Vigoda. John McLaughlin died? Yes. The guy from... Who's wrong! That guy? Yes. Okay. Abe Vigoda. Fish? Yep, he was awesome. Hold on, I'm looking for... Uh, George Kennedy, who starred in Cool Hand Luke Airport, The Naked Gun. I remember that guy. Uh, Gary Marshall. Robert Vaughn. Oh, Doris Roberts. From the nation's capital, are you doing an SNL group? An unrehearsed, hastily assembled program presenting inside opinions and forecasts on major. It's one of the best. Today. I can't believe they've actually With got it. Lincoln Drackey, Fred Barnes, Jack German, and returning panelist Pat Buchanan. Now here's the moderator, John McLaughlin. Before we proceed, we welcome back our returning warrior, Pat Buchanan. Thanks, John. Issue one. Pretty good, Pat Buchanan. Bush trounces Buchanan. Super Tuesday is Clobber Buchanan Day. Now that Bush has scraped Buchanan off his shoe, will his platform be affected even one iota by the views of Pat Buchanan? Pat Buchanan! <laughs> John, I think he made significant inroads into the Republican... Oh, Freddie Bombstormer! Well, while I think Pat ran a decent campaign... Wrong! More Tony Maroney! Well, I don't think Pat has anything to be ashamed of. Wrong! He had no impact whatsoever. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> that, was, that's, that was the gist of that skit. But it's great. It, okay. Doris Roberts, Everybody Loves Raymond's Mom. She that's a bad one. Nice that's a rough lady. one. Yeah. Ron Glass. Ron Glass. Best known uh, for his role on TV sitcom Bonnie Miller. Damn, two Barney Miller alums died. Yeah, Phyllis Schlafly, some sort of activist, activist fueled uh, modern social conservatism by denouncing feminism. <laughs> Tom Jesus. Hayden, the radical who was once married to Jane Fonda, don't remember him too much. I guess that what tilted her during the uh, Vietnam the War. Vietnam War. Kenny Baker, R two D two, yeah. How come, how come nobody's weeping their little tits off over him? But they are carried. We did. I remember when he died. We put up stuff. Larry Cohen. He wrote all kinds of awesome songs. He yeah. kicked it. Hallelujah. He wrote that one, right? Yeah. Maurice White, uh, founder of Earth, Wind, and Fire. That sucks. Damn, what a shitty fucking Merle year. Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard passed away. He's a big one. Malik Taylor, rapper with a tribe called Quest. Known yeah. As Fife. Fife. Dog. Yeah. Glenn Fry. The heat is not on with him anymore. Hey, yo. <laughs> Sharon Jones. He doesn't belong to the city anymore. (laughs) 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 Checked into the Hotel California. I don't know. Yeah, let's see. Sharon Jones, lead singer of the Dap Kings. She was a bad bitch. She died a little while back. Remember? How was she? 60. Okay. A trail chords known as Prince B in the 90s R&B duo PM Dawn. Oh, shit. I didn't even know about that. Pat Summit, former coach. You remember the, PM Don? He likes PM Don? Oh, PM Don is life. <laughs> Set adrift. Craig Sager. That was just a few days ago. John Saunders. Morley Safer. Morley Safer done. Yeah. Gwen Eiffel. Rob Ford, the ex the mayor of Toronto. 
That mm-hmm. guy. He was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. He's like a walking um, uh, gag reel. Ellie Weasel, Weisel, the Holocaust survivor, Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yep. Boutros, Boutros, golly. Why? Why is this happening? Stop it. Let's do, got my data let's do the show. Too. I'm going to do this. Here we go. Phone off. I thought I had my data turned off, but apparently I didn't. Boutros, Boutros, golly, Dad. That's, that's a rough one. Is it? Um, He was quite the peaceful cat. I liked his name. Yeah. Had a toached up name. Why is this happening? Anton Yelchin, uh, he was in the new Star Trek movies. Yes. Played Chekhov. Died in a car wreck. Well, his, he died on June 19th when he was crushed by his Jeep Grand Cherokee outside of his Los Angeles home. It just kicked into gear and backed over him, I think. The fuck? Yeah, I know. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Henry Heimlich died. Henry Heimlich. Yeah, they invented the Heimlich maneuver. He choked. He did not. The, uh, he did the, not. The irony. He did not. No, I don't know how he did. <laughs> really Quick, say. do my move. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I did. <laughs> Zsa Zsa Gabor, darling. Yeah. Princess Shasha. George Michael. And Interesting side note. Carrie Fisher, the Some Long Island Lolita. F- huh? <laughs> Some people think that Zsa Zsa Gabor was on Green Acres. That was Ava. That was Ava. They were twinsies. Weren't there triplets when there were another one? I don't know. Yeah, Betty, and she was like all fucked up looking. <laughs> Had a southern accent they were for some good, reason. They were good looking women. Yeah, they were great. Hungarian, like, represent- representative of Hungarian women. They were kind of Turn like, a fucking trash bag out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Turn a trash bag out. I don't even know what that means. I don't either, but it's, it seems to be it's, good. It sounds terrible. <laughs> it, it sounds like you kill them and... <laughs> I'd chop them up, put them on the curb. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, maybe. Been, I mean, it's been it's been a bad year as far as people getting elected and celebrities dying. But other than that, I mean, well, it's the first full year of Pillow 4 Radio. There you go. That's a gift to the world. <laughs> it is. Oh. Hey-o. Uh, and the fun employment files. And the fun employment files. 40 episodes we celebrated the other day. We did. We did 40 motherfucking episodes of that piece of shit that nobody listens to. We limped through that one. 86 episodes of this piece of shit that nobody listens to. Less limping. Less limping. We're we're, uh, we're pretty it's good more at of a shuffle. Yeah, the fun employment files is definitely just a we're tripping over everything. What's well, a crawling? We're both playing songs at the same time. <laughs> I'm bringing up some pointless part in history that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Uh, that was a burp. Um, Belchfest. Um, God, what could I bring up? Like, what all really happened this year? Um, well, the election was the big story. Yeah, they, uh, um, they're saying that the Russians uh, hacked the uh, DNC stuff. Do you believe it? No. No. <laughs> Do you believe the Democrats are coming up with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, I believe that they're telling us that, but I don't believe it. There's no evidence of it. And the, and they'll I say that we don't have to show evidence for national security. Well, it sounds like basically what that's what Trump does. He well, Yeah, I don't – please don't paint me as a Trump fan. <laughs> I'm not. This is not a <laughs> – he's just got a broad got a brush. roller. He's like, <laughs> now, now top the head, head off. There we go. Yeah. No, I'm not a Trump fan. It's, it's tremendous paint. It's the best – I have the best paint applied by the best painters. Have you ever noticed that uh, Trump sounds like Jimmy off of South Park? He does. Yeah. He, it's a fabulous audience. He really does. 
<laughs> if you want to do a Trump impression, just do a Jimmy impression. I wish you sounded more like Timmy. <laughs> he just walked up on stage. Dotto! <laughs> People start clapping. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah Did you see him do the thing with the thing? Hashtag MAGA. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck my dick. Uh, <laughs> fuck my ass. I've got something I wanted to play for you. Okay. I haven't really watched it yet, but I'm really excited to. Okay. I've heard it, but I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Let me find it real quick. Yeah, there it is. Boom shakalaka. MTV put out this thing. It's not long. It's uh, the 2017 New Year's resolution for white guys. I've heard of this. Let's let's see this bit of self-insulting. Things we think you could do a little bit better in 2017. First off, try to recognize that America was never great for anyone who wasn't a white guy. Can we all just do- fair? Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Who's president? White guy. Right now? Oh, black guy. Yeah. Um. Who makes billions of dollars in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball? Okay, I mean that's a that's that's so about that's a this, valid point. This is saying that no black person ever has had a good time here. Yeah, that's bullshit. No complete Hispanic bullshit. person ever has been okay here. No anybody has ever been okay here. That's painting with a broad brush. That's bullshit. Native American. Some of them have been okay. The ones that died before we got here. I'm part Native American. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Part Cherokee, probably aren't you? Everybody is <laughs> from here, yeah. It's, it's 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 a bit of a broad brush to say that no person that isn't white. Well, see, that's why this 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 is the kind of shit that got him elected. Exactly. So it's you know they're doubling down. Yeah, they're doubling Fuck you, down. white people, and they're not even using hot people to tell us that we suck. Exactly. See, <laughs> if you're going to do this, at least make them hot people. Let's go. Let's hear more uh, insulting of of us as a group. That we're not allowed to do First to anybody off, else. Try to recognize that America was never great for anyone who wasn't a white guy. Can we all just agree that Black Lives Matter isn't the opposite of All Lives Matter? Black lives just matter. There's no need to overcomplicate it. Also, Blue Lives yeah, Matter whatever. isn't a thing. Cops want born with, with blue too. skin, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, they want born blue. Stop bragging about being woke. Stop saying woke. Learn what mansplaining is, and then stop doing it. Oh, and. If- how about you stop gasplaining? That's a good thing. Yeah, like she's doing the exact fucking thing. Yeah, that like, and they don't understand the the, the irony of it. Gasplaining uh, might be the name of the episode. <laughs> we gotta use that on a light now. <laughs> when she's back from her inter- interdimensional trip, yeah, if that if they come back, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. I mean, they might get that one up. Some people don't come back. Yeah, next thing you know. <laughs> but the the tone. Did they have to get learn the, what did they have to get is? Danny O'Danny over there to fucking do it? They could be more Irish if he tried. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the, but the the tone. Learn what mansplaining is, and then stop doing. White guys. Uh, yeah, I. I uh, let's go. I ahead. wouldn't have to explain so much if you guys weren't so fucking stupid. There you go. <laughs> Women. Am I right? Hey. The, none great. of the brains and all the pussy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, winning converts to the show left and right. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if you don't think it's funny, I don't want you to listen to this goddamn thing anyway. You're a judge? Don't prioritize the well-being of an Ivy League athlete over the woman he assaulted. I we agree. We all love Beyonce. <laughs> and yeah, she's black. So of course she cares about black issues. 
I'm talking to you, Fox News. Ooh. Feel free to take Kanye West, Such though. ballsy. You guys can have him. You know. Yay! Nope. Okay, now they're mad at Kanye because he uh, met with Trump. He's okay with Donald Trump. I don't like him for that. I mean, I, mean, I didn't like him before. Yeah, you didn't like him anyway. I, as a matter of fact, I put that on the thing. I said, yay, another reason I hate this guy. Yeah, you don't care. I love hating. So that's your thing. Yeah. That's your, that's your gimmick. That's my spiel. <laughs> your gimmick is hating things. <laughs> but like, first of all, these are the people that say you shouldn't lump people into groups. Yes. And then what do they do? Lump people they lump us all into a group. Well, it's didn't we have that conversation that I had to have a conversation with somebody who wasn't from here about yeah you you white people and I, was, and I had to break it down to them that there are separate groups of white people that <laughs> here in this state things ain't been so fucking great and for it's white mostly, people. It's mostly the the lower of the lower white people. The yeah, we're mostly the shit birds of the world. We're our lives. We should put out Appalachian lives matter because <laughs> when our water got poisoned, nobody gave two fucks. Um, hardly anybody gave a flying fuck about uh, the flood that happened where I was in Rainell yesterday. There are still piles of debris yeah. in people's yards than, that haven't been cleaned up yet. I don't know who's responsible for it. I'm glad it's not me, I but mean, there's still piles of shit we're everywhere. We're hillbillies. We don't matter. We don't. Why do we, why do we have a 400-person town being prescribed 9 million fucking cane pills? <laughs> <laughs> because it's okay to do that to us. How are they? How are they getting away with that? That's how, what, what do you mean? How are they getting away with it? They how's, control everything. And you know, you, have you noticed the pharmacies? They're mom and pop pharmacies. They're not. Like, yes. They're not like the Rite Aids or. Yeah, because they know how to. They know that they can throw the blame on them. Yeah, they can put five extra pills in one for yes for this person and get a hundred extra bucks on the slide. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. We could talk about that forever. And that's we might. Kermit, West Virginia. Nobody who has black friends says that they have black friends. And just because you have black I friends say it all the time. doesn't mean you're not racist. Uh, just because you have black friends doesn't mean you're not racist. How do you feel about that? I feel that's a goofy fucking statement. If you were racist, you wouldn't actually have friends that were black or any other color but white. Unless you're only racist. Well, it's black. This, see, this is going away. This is one positive to that moron, that fucking silverback orangutan getting fucking elected. Is that. <laughs> that if you said shit. that about Barack Obama, that'd have been troublesome. <laughs> that would have been problematic. <laughs> At best. But you said it about Trump, so it's perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> but, like, uh, now there are people that are racist that will. They can. Go to work with black people and stick it out, and then get home and let the rage fly. But well, it's as, as far as, as associating as long, with as long as you're not dating my daughter or coming to my house for dinner. You know what I yeah. mean? That kind of racist. Yeah, but like actually, actually having friends, like you get off of work. Donald Trump go, is that kind of racist, and you go have beers with your with yeah. your black. No, you're not going to be friends with black people if you're racist against black people. That's a stupid thing to say. Right? It is. <laughs> it's. You know what? I'm going to say it. Anybody who would say that is a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not touching that one. <laughs> well, that just got the show taken off. <laughs> the Fine. Fine. <laughs> I stand by it! <laughs> you could be racist with black friends. Look, guys, we know nobody's perfect. But honestly, you could do a little better in 2017. Some of you guys do a great job. Some of you don't. Please, because 2016 is bad. 2017 can't be worse than this, all right? Because this is bad. They couldn't have got a black guy to act more like a black guy. <laughs> he was Jesus. he was doing what Miss Pat says she never does. Uh, the cooning thing? Yeah, the cooning. Yeah. That's a term that was created by black people. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
So I guess we're not allowed to say it. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I'm sick of that shit too. That that has really got to fucking go. That's our word. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, you lay claim to the fucking word, you fucking dumbass. Fuck you. <laughs> Getting a little heat. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's fucking stupid. I mean, I, it's not a cooning is I mean, I guess white people can do it too if you're a, like comedians. For people, oh, for people that don't know, Cooney is basically pandering. It is, and if you've seen white comedians that go on like Showtime at the Apollo, you mean like Darren Carter, the party starter? Is that really remember a him? Oh God, he's a redheaded guy, but he did he was big in the black com- uh, comedian circles. That's awful. I mean, not that he's a big in black comedian circles, but the fact that I can just tell by his name, he's a fucking panderer. He's pandering <laughs> the shit out of that fucking audience. It's like they had that fucking idiot on the Jenny Jones show it was a stand-up comedian, Rude Jude. And he was he actually was a comedian and he was fucking horrendous. And it's Jenny Jones, so you are pulling deep out of the nineties talk shows. It was, it was on Sally Ricky, Jesse Raphael. It was, it was on Ricky Lake. <laughs> Ricky Lake was the abode of the urban youth. Well now it's Maury, and Maury's still kicking it strong. That's Maury. I think Springer is too, though. Yeah, fuck him. Why fuck Springer? Ah, he's the mayor bad. of Cincinnati. He was a big daddy in Cincinnati. That is a nice town. <laughs> I like Cincinnati. It's fine. It's Texas. <laughs> it's okay. It's Texas in the middle of Ohio. <laughs> More like Kentucky. But yeah, it's, it's it's weird that um, we're supposed to apologize for everything that we had nothing to do with. Well, I mean, I, I don't. Uh, here's the thing. You can say that white people have done this shit, and you're not right. They do, do happen to be called from the white race. People do this shit. You're not wrong. But yeah. but the rank and file of white people are like us. We're poor. We're victimized as anybody else. I mean, let's talk to our grandparents about not having American money. Let's talk to our grandparents about, you know, being murdered and pushed out of your own land, you know, by Baldwin Feltz. You know, let's talk about that shit. And nobody fucking knows that shit because it's not it, it's not in vogue to say that. Oh, you poor white people. But go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. We have been victimized more recently in history and to a much more profound degree in that way. You know what I mean? It's, you know, there is no group of people. You know, when Mother Jones showed up in fucking Southern Coalfield, she got a shotgun shoved in her face because she was talking about unions trying to protect these workers, which, by the way, are not just white people. They were Irish immigrants, Italian immigrants, black black people who came up from the South and went in the coal mines. And that's why West Virginia is unique in the fact that you can say this. And this is actually an old saying. Everybody's black in the coal mines because that's why you fucking get treated. And we actually had a discussion about that at work the other day. How we I think we talked about we did, unemployment files. We did. We do have a we do are are unique in the fact that there is racism here in West Virginia. But once you're stuck cheek by jowl with everybody and everybody's fucking poor as fuck, it kind of blurs those lines. You really don't give a shit anymore. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Jim down here is making fucking same money I am. We're gonna have to go in this fucking mine and die. Am I really gonna fucking say I'm better than Jim? Fuck that. The guy saved my fucking ass week that last week. That's fucking. That's West Virginia in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean that's much. that's pretty you know, much. The, the rest of the country can go through their shit in the South, where you had you know the descendants of aristocratic white people still wanting to uh, trample on black people. That sucks ass, and that's fucking shitty as hell. However, what you're also not being told is the fact that most of them were poor as well, and they were being fed a bunch of bullshit from people higher than them because 
the average rich person in the South wasn't going to do all the fucking fighting and making sure that black people didn't do didn't go to the polls and all that shit. It's going to be poor white people. So it's just like anything else. Rich man's war, poor man's fight. So that's exactly what fucking happens in everything. It's always that way. What did he say in Platoon? He said, poor always been fucked over by the rich. Always have, always will. You know, and that's just the way it fucking goes. So... That's just the way it is. Doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. Things will never be the same. How about Bruce Hornsby? How about fucking Bruce Hornsby? He's pretty fucking great. <laughs> fucking great He's a little afro. He was awesome. Him <laughs> and Steve Winwood should have done a show together. They should have fucking started a band together. They should. Oh my God. Somebody write Bruce Hornsby and Steve Winwood right now. Winsby. <laughs> <laughs> Warnsby. <laughs> Hornswood. Hey, there it is. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. That one's gonna stick. What else? Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Um, it was a pretty awesome year for movies. Great movies. Pretty came good. Out this what year. do you think the best movie this year was that you've seen? It doesn't even have to be from this year. Just the movie that you saw this year. <laughs> um, I don't. Okay, in the theater, good or just a cinema. Anything. It doesn't matter. Okay. In the theater, best movie we saw, I saw all year. Can you count? No, Star Wars is two years ago, right? Star Wars came out in 2015. Okay. Late so it 2015. It's enough on the cusp that I can say Star Wars was the best movie I saw. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not good enough. Um, oh, man, that's a tough one. I've seen so many good movies. The best comedy was- Fury. Fury is probably the best movie. Deadpool. Deadpool's the best comedy yeah. that I've seen. I mean, Fury was the best drama. No, Whiplash was the best drama. That was uh, 2014. Was it? But I saw it this year. Yeah, so it doesn't so matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> John Wick, I think it was 2014. Yeah, and I saw it this year. <laughs> Fuck yeah, John Wick is the best movie I saw this year. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the best movie from this year that I saw this year was uh, Arrival. I really wanted to see I talked that. in length at it about it a couple episodes ago. And it sounds pretty great. It's pretty amazing. I enjoyed it. Quite immensely. Doctor Strange, I really wanted to see it. It got it got a 90, a solid 90 on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people were mad because they changed one of the characters from a Korean lady to a white lady, or a Korean man to a white man, whoever Tilda Swinton played. The way Tilda Swinton Again, is raceless and sexless to me. She is. She's <laughs> completely androgynous. That is, the bi- again, the biggest lump of shit. It's like that thing with the Game of Thrones thing. It's like the thing with all that other shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, that's uh, we're all whitewashing doing this. Go fuck yourself. Well, there uh, people were mad that uh, Jared Leto played a transgendered hooker in uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Why? Because he's not transgendered. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. So it's acting. He's taking on another persona. It's <laughs> acting. <laughs> well, Thank you. Is 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 are we only allowed to have Imperial stormtroopers play stormtroopers? Because those don't fucking exist. Those aren't real. They might be. <laughs> they're not real. Can we only have it, tiny, it, tiny frog people they're, play they're Yoda? Gonna be, they're going to be tremendous. Storm, they're going to be they're the best troopers. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we only have uh, generals play generals in movies? There we go. Actual generals have to be have to fucking stumble through lines. <laughs> movies are going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> now I get it if a, a guy puts on blackface and you get mad about it, and he's playing a black guy. That's fair. Unless it's. Uh, Mac on uh, yeah, on always something sunny. ridiculous <laughs> like that. Go suck an egg. <laughs> the, the one that Robert Downey Jr. did. Uh, oh, uh, Tropical Tropical Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. yeah, I get it. If it's something like that, something Fucking ridiculous, awesome. something ridiculous, and it's like completely tongue in cheek. But yeah, I get it. The other one, but like transgender. I mean, how many transgendered actors are there? 
Well, there's a few. There's uh, Alexis Arquette. Are dead. Alexis Arquette died. Yeah, it wasn't on the list either. Isn't that weird? Did, did he, she die this year? Yes, I think so. Hmm. Now, that was last year. Might have been last year. I'm pretty I don't sure know. it's last year. But are they good actors, though? That's what, There's another yeah. thing. Yeah, she was, was okay. Yeah. I mean, I saw her or him, whichever one it is now. in Shim. In uh, The Wedding Singer. That was fine. She played a Boy George type character. She played, it was more like Dead or Alive, you know. Dead or Alive? Yeah. You spin me oh, right yeah, yeah, round, baby, yeah, right round. played that song a lot. Actually, that guy was transgender as well. But like, I'm talking about, on the whole, could we have put a transgendered person in that, in that, in role. that role of- Yeah, fuck that. That's that ridiculous. Jared Leto played and win an Oscar the way he fucking did. No, definitely not. And uh, who's the guy? He's uh, the dad in Arrested Development, and he's in uh, a show on Amazon called Transparent that wins oh, um, all these awards because it's it's not good. Let me just say that it's not very good. It's not a good show, but it wins shitloads of awards because it's so progressive. Like oh, you, you'll uh, save money on your car insurance if you fucking watch it. He was Hank Kingsley on uh, Larry Sanders' show. I'm trying yes. to remember his name. Hey now, Jeremy? No, is it Jeremy? He's a good actor though. He's a great actor, but like. He he won like the Emmy for best performance in a sitcom. That show's not funny, and uh, he's like, I hope that I'm the last person, last cisgendered person to win an award for playing a transgendered person. He actually said that. Yeah, just try. It's just Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. That's it. Just trying to suck the dick or vagina or surgically whatever, just to make. And, and I get it. I mean, you want people to think you're cool, and you'll keep winning the award because you said that, right? Even though the show's not that great. No, that's that's the thing. I, I think that I was considering throwing a gay character into my fantasy just because I wanted to represent one of them. But I don't. I think it would be clumsy. I think it would be. How are you supposed to write it if you don't know the the experience? Well, there's that, but also apostrophe. Where do I experience. fit? Where do I fit them in? You know, it's like you could do a. Uh, I mean, we all know there's gay characters in your actual fantasies that you don't write. Oh well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wideload. You. Mr. Thickload. <laughs> um, you could, uh, what was the cowboy movie where uh, Jared, the uh, fucking, uh, the Joker spit on his hand and rubbed his, his rubbed it on uh, Donnie Darko's asshole once and then plunged his ass. There's no way that felt good. <laughs> that was uh, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. You could Brokeback Mountain to where they don't realize they're gay till they're at a camp by themselves and all, all there is the fuck is the horses or the other dude. I don't. Do we have horses? In your, in your, yes, uh, okay, it's, well, it's maybe, maybe uh, a little bit of bestiality, maybe a little Mr. Hands in there. Yeah. Yeah. Salute to Mr. Hands <laughs> for, uh, throwing a nod to Mr. Hands for, uh, taking that giant horse cock at his ass and dying afterwards. <laughs> I'm, well, he so, died glad. Doing what I'm he loved. so glad you guys exposed me to that. The worst fucking <laughs> he thing. He died doing what he loved. God, it's awful. Getting railed in the ass by a four foot horse dick. <laughs> That's how, uh, Catherine the Great died. Really? Zarina mm-hmm. of Russia. She rigged up a system of pulleys where she could get underneath it and get it hard and stick it in, and it ruptured her and killed her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Apparently, no man was ever had a big enough dick for her. What a fucking good kid. Well, she was, but she was called the Great for a reason. 
She had a great big vagina. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's waiting for that. It's like, Cavernous. Come on. No. Um, she- hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello! Jeez, you got a big pussy. Jeez, you got a big pussy. Why'd you say that twice? I didn't. No, she was known as that because she was a great ruler, but I'm just saying that um, everybody's got the I don't want to. George R. R. Martin did it, and his characters, gay characters in there, are quite good. They're because they break out of molds. That's one thing I didn't like about the show is that Robert had a younger brother, Renly. Remember Renly on the show? Probably. He was a younger brother. He he was with Loris Tyrell all the night of the flowers, and they were gay together. And they had like really fucking graphic scene where they were making out and all kinds of shit. But in the show, they made him more, let's call it to type. Hello. He wasn't like that, but he was definitely in the book, he was the antithesis of that. He was big. He was uh, a big, strong guy. He was a bear. Yes, I mean, he was like Robert when it was when Robert was younger, a big, powerful man. Everybody loved him. He had a great sense of humor. He was dashing and he accepted his homosexuality because they Stannis tried to throw it up in his face and said, you know, he said something like, uh, you'll you'll know that she you'll be happy to know she came to me a version. They're talking about Marjorie Tyrell and Stannis looks at him and says, well, in your bed, she's likely to stay that way. Hey, and then Renly goes, well, I'll get a child on her in some fashion, you know, some way. He accepts it. He doesn't give a fuck because he's like, I'm Renly fucking Baratheon. What are you going to fucking do about it? You know, it's that's what I love about the character. He's not that in the book. It's a secret thing. You know, it's not a well-known. It's it's one of the worst kept secrets, but they just don't discuss it. So I don't like that. I think that they played it safe with that one, and they got in it, and the character was not strong. So wasn't happy to see him go. I mean, wasn't wasn't sad to see him go when they finally killed him off. So I was like, yeah. I got a list here of the twenty five best movies of twenty sixteen. Okay, let's see if we can. We've probably seen two of them. Yeah, Brian. Like I've already, one of them is from Netflix. Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids. I don't know. It's like, it's like a concert movie. Okay. But I'm sure that's fine. I don't hate Justin Timberlake. I don't either. Kill Zone Two. This seems like it's uh it's uh foreign. So okay. somebody's just being pretentious. A Ouija, Origin of Evil. That doesn't seem like to be any good. No. Kaylee Kaylee Blues. Whatever. Just that, that you're just being pretentious. I, this the whole <laughs> fucking list is pretension left and right. Don't breathe. Apparently, is pretty good. It's about a. A bunch of kids try to break into a blind deaf guy's house or, or a blind guy's house and rob him, and he can hear them everything they do. Hmm. The Handmaiden, like this is Korean, I think. <laughs> I have to say though, those Korean and Japanese movies and and the Asian film market in general look pretty fucking good. They do look good, but I can't understand what they're saying. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading subtitles. <laughs> Fuck that. Louder than bombs. It's a movie with uh, the guy that played Lex Luthor, so that sounds great. The Invitation. What? Like, are you really just hush? I heard that was great. I heard it was pretty good. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. The Nice Guys. That movie is really good, and I can't believe it didn't get more. Gerard praise. Butler and uh, this no, one is uh, 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 fucking um, uh, Ryan Gosling and Gosling uh, and uh, uh, the guy that looks like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe. He does look like it. Yeah, I think the reason why this movie, just the name of the movie, The Nice Guys, it didn't have like a good ring to it. Right. But it was really good. Chevalier. What are we doing here, people? Mm. Embrace of the Serpent. That sounds like a softcore porn movie. For, it does. <laughs> from it does. Cinemax. I'm not even going to read about it. Like Steel's in that one. 
Manchester by the Sea. I've heard that was fucking great. I heard it's good that's too. That's Casey Affleck. Yeah. So the poor man's Ben Affleck. Um, I've heard it's good. I don't know what it's about. Paterson, P-A-T-E-R-S-O-N. Jim Jarmusch. Wait a second. I've heard of that one. Apparently, it's got Adam Driver. Yes. It's probably pretty good. That guy's good. Kylo Ren himself. Mountains Made Apart. Moonlight, I hear, is pretty good. It's about a gay black kid yeah. in Florida. Jackie. It's about Jackie. Jackie Robinson. Jacqueline Onassis. Oh. They're not made Jacqueline for TV. Kennedy. No, it's uh, got Natalie Portman. And I don't know if it's ever coming out in like theaters, but something called The Fits. I don't know what that's about. Don't care. Arrival. It's good. Hey. Go see it. L. Don't know. Don't care. Hell or High Water. I actually do hear that's really good. Yeah, I've heard it was really good. Something called Gleason. Hmm. Played for the Saints. <laughs> so okay. made a movie about him. Okay. Green Room. That movie is good. It's about uh, neo-Nazis and a punk band goes to play there. It's got Alias Shawcat in it. Shawquat, Shawcat, whatever. Um, and uh, the the captain on the Star Trek, not Shatner. Chris Pine. No. Not Shatner, but the one on Next Generation and Family Guy. Or Patrick American Stewart. Dad, yes. He plays the leader of the neo-Nazis. It's really good. That's fucking odd. Yeah. I guess he's playing the, as an American? Yeah. You know, he never really does have a British accent, though. He just has, like, a forceful accent and enunciates. But he's not like, oh, governor, blah, 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 blah. Well, he's definitely Southern British. Like, it's there, there's a massive disparity between different kind of British accents, you know? The Lobster is number two. That's on Amazon Prime now. I might watch that. I'm thinking about buying Amazon Prime, like, as soon as we're done with the show. OJ Made in America. I've just started this. Is that Cuba Gooding Jr.? No, this isn't the show on FXX or FX or whatever. Yeah, that looks it's like, a like the uh, shit. It's good. It's Is fine. it good? Yeah, it's okay. fine. It's a documentary. It's like nine hours long. It's like a it sounds like a Ken Burns. comes in three parts. Yeah. yeah, it is sort of like that, except for it's about a murderous Negro. <laughs> <laughs> it literally says that's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> no, it has. <laughs> There's a bunch of old film footage of uh, from the Watts riots. These Negroes have <laughs> have formed a wall, and they're walking towards the police. These Negroes. <laughs> from like the 60s. Did they you, could just say that. Did back. you see uh, when uh, Michael Jordan was on Saturday Night Live, and he was playing the first black NBA player, and the announcer was Phil Hartman, and he kept on saying, look at that blackie. <laughs> I can't stand it. Look away from that blackie. <laughs> it's like, really? I'm going to look that up. <laughs> Michael Jordan. SNL. SNL. What a, the, only, the basketball skit. All right. Uh, not going to come up. Not finding it yet. Oh, you really find a lot of the Stuart Smalley one. People really like the Stuart Smalley one. Yeah. But I want to hear the racist one. <laughs> I know I've seen it before, but that was like 25 years I'm ago. But a simple caveman. <laughs> yeah, I'm not finding it. Gay. 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 Anyway. I've been bit by the love bat, and it's driving me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Scott Slay. <laughs> I didn't want to do that because for like six months I kept on saying, "There's a guy named Fred, and he's got a slacks. Ooh, Fred's got slacks." <laughs> what do you think the best music from this year was? Sturgill Simpson. That's what I thought. I think it's the best album. Yeah. Let me look and see the uh, 
the uh, best albums of 2016. See what they have to say. It's going to be, be a bunch of shit that I don't know about. I'm going to click on the Pitchfork link. It's going to say a bunch of things that I don't agree with and I've never heard of. Almost guarantee it. Pitchfork, what's that? It's like a British magazine. Ah. Oh, I can already tell. Uh, just give me, give me ten. Give me the ten best albums. Ten. Ten. Just ten. That'll, that'll work. I don't need your top four thousand. All right, let's go with USA Today. Okay. This should be, yeah. This should be nice in general. Yeah. <laughs> That's Homer Simpson's favorite newspaper. <laughs> Lisa, this is the only paper news newspaper that tells exactly how it is. Things are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Tribe Called Quest. We got from here. Thank you for your service. That's the name of their album. I need to buy that. Somebody named Anderson Pock with two A's. P-A-A-K. Angel Olsen, my woman. Hmm. Beyonce. Runt. Carly Rae Jepsen. What? Motion Emotion Side B. Chance the Rapper. No. I saw him on Silent Live a couple weeks ago. He's okay. Not really anything special to me, but I don't know. I don't really like the hip-hop. Gas Animals. Gas Animals. Kanye West. Rihanna. Blah. Somebody named Zhu. Z-H-U. Never heard of that. Nor have I. And that's all that will load. Or maybe that was it. Anyway, Sturgill Simpson had the best album yeah, he did. this year. So Absolutely. Everybody else can just suck my dick. Echo Chamber. Let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's do the best metal album. So this will be a bunch more stuff that I've never fucking heard of. Well, and I quit listening to it. So I didn't really have a list. Mm, nah. I started listening to Metallica the other day. Again? And the only stuff I really like from theirs anymore is Master Puppets. That's just a great album. What, you didn't like Load? No. <laughs> Should have called it Hot Load. It was semen on the cover of the album. <laughs> So I've never seen the cover. Is there really look like Jesus? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I listened to uh, my fresh f- soupy load. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to uh, Garage Days Revisited, which has a bunch of covers. Yes, a bunch of punk covers, and it has one of my favorite Metallica songs on it, "Helpless," and it's fucking great. Helpless, I love that song. Metallica, "Helpless." I'll look that up real quick. It's got a nice punk beat to it, and. Metallica at first was a had a lot of punk. Like they were they were a real they were straight on that line between thrash and punk, you know. And um, they didn't have a lot of that kind of shit in their music. You know what I mean? That fucking singing, that horse shit singing. This is great. Can't not love it. It's fucking great. Uh, it's pretty great. You tell it's a punk song. It's got that. Is this a, one of their songs or is it a cover? Oh, it's a cover. Who's the original? Budgie? I think. Budgie, they must have been British, right? Yeah. Because the Budgie's like a... It might have been Budgie or it might have been Green Hell. Or no, Green Hell wasn't a band. That's the name of the of the song on the album. Um, they covered the Misfits on this one. They covered Budgie. They covered uh, Killing Joke. Um, that might be Killing Joke. I think that's who it is. Uh, a lot of punk bands, and they did great fucking song. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. So, whenever you said Helpless, is like, did they cover a fucking Neil Young song? 
That'd been fucking uh, awesome. They did a song with Marianne Faithful. Da, 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 Completely love the shit. It's fucking terrible. Da, 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 da. The sequel to Unforgiven? Yeah, it's awful. Unforgiven 2. <laughs> but I hear their new album's good. Uh, that's what I've heard. I just, I can't. Let's, I'm going to pick a random selection from their new album if they have any up here. It sounds a lot like old Metallica. Spit out the bone. Is that a? Does that sound sure. new? Give it a shot. Or hardwired. Try or... To spit out the bone. Gotta be honest. Don't hate it. I like that <laughs> very much. That's old Metallica. That's thrash era Metallica. Bunch of 55-year-old men just going nuts. Let's see. Rob Cagillo is 50. Kirk Hannett's 50. I think this is an instrumental, too. Is it? I think so. That's very old school Metallica because they used to do that. Uh, Hetfield was on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Was he? Yeah. You're going to love what he's super into. What? Bees. Really? Yes. Awesome. He's a hunter and he's a bee guy. He's really into bees. He goes to like a meeting once a month where they talk about better ways to take care of their fucking bees. That's awesome. You will feel Love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's fucking awesome. You're getting a little fucking mid 90s boner. I am right now. Maybe even early. Think about growing my hair back out. <laughs> the old skullet. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Real <laughs> oh, you're pumped. That's fucking awesome. I love it. You know what? Another um, one. That's an unexpected pleasure. Here's another one from there called Hardwired. I guess that's the name of the album's Hardwired. Yeah. About fucking time, Metallica. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many shitty albums are you going to fucking put out in a row? Like already. Pretty good. That bass. I like the bass. Rob Cajillo is a good bass. I was always cool with Metallica because they weren't afraid to have a super long intro. I was always cool with them because at first, um, especially for some reason when I was younger, I liked bands that were anonymous. I didn't want to know who they were, and they were for a long time. Oh yeah, like you'd see like their faces on the covers of stuff, and they never spoke. They never would grant interviews, and never did any of that shit. Tool is still like that. Like they, Maynard Keenan will do something on occasion, but he's never done like a talk show. He's never done any of that shit. He's been on Rogan's podcast a few times, has he? They they really just talk about jujitsu and wine. Yeah, <laughs> he seems to be a very interesting cat. You know. Uh, he takes a, a jiu-jitsu coach on the road with him whenever they tour. 
case? Just so he can have somebody to strangle. Or strangle him. Yeah. I wonder if he wears a Batman suit. I would. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. You're a fucking rich rock star. <laughs> but he's not really a rock star. You're a rich guy. Yeah, he's at least. He's a rich guy who plays music. You Imagine know? how much richer they could have been if they had played the game. I don't know. Let's debate that. Mm. Their their hardcore fan base that made made them all the money would not have accepted that. Yeah, um, I don't know. People like me. I've been like, fuck you, you're rock stars, go eat a dick. They did they did put out videos and stuff that got played massively on MTV. Yeah, but they were never in them. That's, yeah, that's the thing. They, <laughs> I mean, they were in one. They were in sober and it just showed them like like flashes of them. Like it was like they were doing something. They were headbanging or singing or playing the guitar and just kind of, you know. See, Pearl Jam did it. Uh, they got real big and then they yeah, stopped. Uh, yeah, I know. But that's different. I, I don't know why I didn't start to dislike. I didn't. I never started disliking them. Now, let's go on the other end with Fred Durst. <laughs> God, you swore we would never bring him up again. <laughs> I like the faith cover. Everybody liked the faith cover not everybody good out. sir you didn't like it no not at all no i did i, I just didn't like neat. i didn't like them okay i thought it was kind of cool i thought it was uh it was definitely a uh a different kind of thing i'd never heard somebody cover a song like that before but then fred durst was talking about how it uh was he they weren't gonna be rock stars and then he just proceeded to systematically become a rock star in such hanging out with Carson Daly, yes, in such grand fashion that the guitarist fucking quit. He was just like, "Fuck you, I'm out of here" because this is bullshit. I was gonna play. Let's see. Let's play a couple tool selections here. Do your worst, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> and we will watch the video, and you can see how disturbing their videos actually are. I've seen their videos. I know. Great baseline. That's one thing that set them apart. I'm still not sure that's a... Yeah, there's a bass and a guitar playing right here. I like the unison bends there on the guitar. Yeah. I do that they a lot when always, I'm playing. You know what I like best about... One of the things I like best about them, me being a contrarian and all that stuff, is a lot of my metalheads hated them. Really? Like, I fucking hate Tool. They're so weird. They're, it's just like, yeah, that's why I like them, because the you... Melodic. Because you dislike them. How dare they have a melody in their song? That was their problem. They thought, they was like, man, they're... Tempo? They're, they're soft. And they, they didn't like Maynard Keenan singing and all kinds of stuff. Like, well, you gotta, be, you gotta be out of your fucking mind. You know, that's... has got pipes. Yeah. And he can hold a fucking note like nobody's business. How dare the guitar player not just bash on the same note over and over? Yeah, how about they... How, how dare they not... Many belly power chords to their benefit. <laughs> it's a great video, but just weird. Stop motion. Dana Carey, him and his dad worked on Terminator Two together. Um, so that's that's one of the things I liked about it. But it's as I've gotten older, it's really disturbing. Like it's <laughs> watching the videos or listening to the music or both. Both. Like I went on a, I put it up the other day. I said, well, for one thing, it's loud. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't like. Can loud. I just have some Kenny Loggins in my ears just for a minute? It's not. It's not that. It's loud without any joy. There's no joy in toy music. No, toy music. They're, they are devoid of joy. They're, they're without 100 without joy. They're um, joy free. Even the side project has mournfulness in it and soulfulness, but there is no joy in it either. And that's one thing that I can't get down with anymore. Is 
you know, other than my reading habits, where I read mostly things without joy, I read, I listen to things that give me joy. So I listened to a bunch of it and I loved it because um, I remembered how much I love Tool. But by the end of it, I was done. I was like, eh, "That's about twenty five yeah. minutes of that. We're done." You know, I don't we'll need pick to- that back up again in two years. <laughs> yeah. See how I feel. Uh, I think my favorite song that I listened to during that entire thing was "The Pot." The Pot is it something about a pot calling a kettle black. It is not. That's an old trope. I think every songwriter's used that one. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right, folks? Of course I am. God damn it! I hate it when they do that to me. Who? The fucking YouTube people. They sneak that one in on you, you get ready to hit it, and then they put one. Hey, we're going to drop it down one. <laughs> okay, here we go. Your video will play after this ad. No. It's the, I have to say, Underworld is, is really going for it. This is the third time I've seen their <laughs> ad fucking pop up. This needs to be a successful movie. Because everybody knows um, you release It's going to make movies. a set amount of money. Everybody knows you release successful movies in January. It's when all the successful movies are released. January? No. No. That's, that's, where, that's where you dump your shit. Yeah. What about February? Because there's a couple good things coming out in February. Sometimes. Sometimes that's okay. Again, strong bass line right out of the gate. And they build the tempo. something I like about it. This video is by an artist I don't know. He sounds different. He does. It's a little bit. It's only a few. Well, this shit's been like over 10 years ago now, but. but. Again, joyless. But. It's very fucking hammering, brooding. You know what I mean? Which is cool, but again, it only takes it for so long. Even though this one has one of the more up-tempo, kind of gets you moving, beginnings start oh, right they're, they're now. I was going to say, the drummer doesn't like to hit it on the two and the fours. No, he doesn't. He's doing it now, sort of. There, well, there's a lot of off-time stuff with that. Yeah. You know, it's that's on purpose, of course. They, oh, yeah. They like to make you uncomfortable. That's one of the whole... Seemingly missions of the band is to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> it seems like they're <laughs> so they're going modus operandi. Yeah. It has one of the most delayed um, choruses ever, but the chorus is fucking great. So we gotta bear with this. We have one more dead celebrity. Who? Richard Adams, author of Watership Down. Fuck! 96 years old. That sucks. <laughs> okay, that's... That's part and partial tool right there. I mean, that's... Yeah. Very good. I love it. They make you wait for it. Um... There's stuff they've released that I have not liked. I did not like that album, by the way. That was 10,000 Days. Was not a fan. It had that song on it that I really liked and like one other. My favorite favorite album by them is still Undertow. I think Undertow is a great fucking album. But um, again, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I grew up as in I don't need to be sad and and feel rage and shit all the time anymore. What What does it actually get you? You know, so I don't know. 
That's what I don't. Really well, that's do. a very teenage thing to do. I, yeah, I, I to mean, wallow in it. Yes, and to oh, I'm tough. I'm tough because I do this and this and this. I'm like, well, um, okay, <laughs> but you're going to be unhappy. You know, it's I, I envied and 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 point of fact envy to this day kids who had a little bit more joy in their life in high school. You know, who, who didn't have to be that kid, who didn't have to be the metalhead tough kid. You know, I had to be that kid because it kept people at a distance. You know, and I was. I don't remember. I mean, I don't think I was. I played in bands and stuff, so. That's the thing. But I didn't have like a, a look. I just wore whatever I had because I didn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, I had. I, I'm still like. That. I went out of my way to be different. I wore combat boots and would tuck the <laughs> jeans in. I wore my dad's. <laughs> wore my dad's Marines dress browns coat. Like not even the dress blues. No, I wouldn't wear. I couldn't get a hold of that one. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I shaved my head on the sides and pulled my hair back, and then I just shaved my head all together, which never grew back. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and was just, you know, I I wanted people to be intimidated by me because I was intimidated by everybody. I, that that was me, you know. And I, I think every kid has that to a certain degree, probably a little bit. Um, but mine, I think, went a little bit farther. That's the reason I did it. It was a, it was an effort to keep people at arm's length. So I I don't know. But I'm glad What I'm saying is I'm glad I grew out of it I'm glad I like things With joy it, now It only took you Like 38 years <laughs> Let's see When did I, when did I get sober <laughs> uh, 34 years 30 Let's see I got, I've been so May will be Six years So I'll be 40 So 34 Not bad yeah. Some people never Grow out of it Well I, I don't I wish I'd have grown out of it sooner. You know, uh, I could have. How do, how does, I could have enjoyed some. But shit. how do you? How do you grow out of it? Though? That's what. That's that's a thing to ponder. How do you get out of the thing? You just that defined you, you were. You a kid? stop defining yourself as uh, as think? in opposition to other things. Mm-hmm. That's how. We, that's how a lot of, of kids see. That's that's what a lot of metal and and even punk to a certain degree and all that stuff. That's what they capitalize on. You're not the mainstream. You have to rebel against that. So you call those guys fag who want to play a, a, a song that has melody. You go after somebody who wants to, who's more attractive. You do those things because that makes you feel good because you are identifying with something and it may, gives you an identity. It gives identity to kids who otherwise have no identity because they haven't found out who they are yet. That is a perennial Fucking market You know So it's And then whenever they grow That one That one phase Like the tough guy Or tough girl phase Yeah In the all black Then They probably just go Into another one And then another one And then another one But that's human beings I know That's So it's a never ending loop Well Is it I don't know Self-actualization Self-realization Is I would think You don't just define yourself By yourself And what you do You define yourself By other people So every person You meet in life If you have some, If they have something That you like You pick up that from them You take something From every person You ever meet So And that's not necessarily A bad thing Now what you have to do Is find your identity And find out what you want to be That is the difficult part And I found it I think I'm okay with being a little bit heavy. I'm okay with being bald. I'm okay with all those things. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm okay with doing what I do. I'm okay with all these things because I'm confident in that. That's who I am. And if you don't like it, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say fuck you because it's your right to not like it. But it's not going to make me lose any sleep. But fuck you anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're a musician. You got into it I was Because No you still are You got into it because 
it, you wanted attention in some way, but also because I don't mean that in a bad way. Well, no, I wanted to share this amazing gift I was given. <laughs> what do you attention? <laughs> If I got into it because I wanted attention, I have failed. <laughs> there is one quote that I will quote Gene Simmons on, and it's actually one of the few things he's ever said that I agreed with. He said, the reason you started a band is because you wanted to get laid and you wanted to have a good time. That is true of every band. Now, what you become after, once you finally realize that it's not... That's not all it's cracked up to be. That's when the rubber really meets the road and you find out what you're really about. Rage Against the Machine started as as got, a, as a uh, I think it was um, a Bee Gees cover band in 1983. Man, that name was just not. They weren't having it. <laughs> it was Rage Against the Disco Ball. Oh, the, gotcha. Nice. That was Rage Under the Disco Ball. Rage Under the Disco Ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't rage against the Disco Ball. That's providing you a fucking, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's making pretty. everything great. Um, but once they, once you start reading uh, into other things, because that's just natural being young, you know, to, to want those things, to want attention and all those things. But once you start educating yourself about, especially the things that you're initially got you into it, that's when you mature. Because you see, it's like the guy I work with. He's a good kid. He's still young and idealistic. And I told him the other day in discussions with John that being a vegetarian ain't really helping things. I mean, it's it destroys more environment. It does. So he's, he's a vegetarian. Does he work with you? Yes. He's, and he's cooking eggs. And no, he's meat. a dishwasher. Oh, so he's washing the entrails of dead animals. He is, and he's and he's an, he's a good kid, and he's smart, and he's. Uh, He's compassionate. He's a good kid. I like him. But I try to help him realize because I was that kid at one point. Very idealistic. Very in your face. You were that kid six months ago. Was I? (laughs) Yeah. You're always ranting and stuff. You still do sometimes. Yeah. It sucks. I've mellowed, which I'm happy about. But but he's ranting and and all that stuff without anything really to back back his statements up. He gets a bunch of buzzwords and he just spits them out, you know? Oh yeah. So just like everybody, every kid. Yes. Nowadays, especially at least just like that fucking video I played from MTV. Yeah. Yeah, It's buzzwords. And uh, yeah, I mean a bunch of people that don't know anything telling me that I don't know anything. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, that's the worst. And I think the most tragic part of this entire technological phase we're in this can educate you as much as anybody with a college degree. If you take the opportunity and the time to do it and pick what you want to learn, this can teach you that. You can learn everything. You can take free classes on online for for Harvard. Yes. You won't get any credit for them, that's but what they I'm, put them there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But people use it f- for- Dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> Dick pics. And fucking- uh, you know, kitten videos, and not that I don't like those. I, oh, look at the pig and the puppy playing together. That's fun. <laughs> I like it. But I mean, I, I love the fact that I can get any book that I've ever that I would ever want to read right now. I can get it instantaneously. I can get it downloaded on that, and I can educate myself. If you try hard enough, you can get it for free. Yeah, all you got to do is find a PDF. It's not hard, but yeah, it's not even that hard. But that's what I'm saying is that, you know, take the time, uh, educate yourself, take the opportunity. You know, I always tell everybody, you know, who wants, they say, well, I wish I knew something. I said, well, we'll pick a subject. What do you want to learn about? Get five books from, four books from the library. That's a book a week. You can put down a book a week. 
if you really try. And if you don't think you know enough, get another four. Do another month. And that's eight books on a subject is going to be a lot of material. So you'll be able to have at least a cursory knowledge of something you're talking about. Maybe even more than that. So it's good advice. It is good. Um, going back to the uh, trying to get laid thing, playing music. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't imagine that that wasn't why I started. I just realized I was a decent singer. So I just started playing in bands and stuff. But after after being in bands, when I started going by, playing by myself, it was more about um, – it was for me then. Yeah. And I didn't care if anybody liked what I was playing. Mm-hmm. People would scream out to play songs. I'd say, if you know how to play it, Come and play it. You can have my guitar. I'll go sit down and have a beer. I don't care. All right. I'm getting paid either way. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I would have this would happen probably once or twice a gig. Right. Somebody's going play Wagon Wheel. Do you know how to play it? You can come play it. I'm yeah. not going to fucking play it. Right. And I would just play the songs that I wrote, which were depressing most of the time. And uh, people could like it or they could go fuck themselves. And I would tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that. Um, I, I liked winning winning people over. Mm-hmm. That was that was uh, the best part whenever you start with the crowd against you. Because I, I would always play with metal bands, hip hop acts. And there's me stuck in the middle of uh, black metal from Norway. Yeah. They're actually from Raynell, but yeah, they, yeah. they build themselves from Norway. And loud grunge bands. And then me playing my acoustic guitar doing a Neil Young cover and then playing a bunch of my songs. So it was always nice to, to find two or three people that were digging it. Mm-hmm. I was like that. That was the, the small victory. And I didn't really care about anything else. Well, that's the key, isn't it? To, I, I, I mean, we, we all want mass acceptance with, with my writing. I want mass acceptance. I want, I want to be able to make a living at what I do. But I don't, I don't know if I want Stephen King-level fame or even George R. R. Martin-level fame. That's... What about George Jefferson? Well, I can start a dry cleaners, I can tell you what. Who's <laughs> <laughs> up to that deluxe apartment? Um, no, but uh, I, I would really enjoy that for my stuff to be good enough that I could be well off and not have to do another job, but not so much that would be crazy, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to be actually famous. I think it would suck. I think it would be okay for a little while, mm-hmm. unless you're unless you're like twenty. I think it would be worse then. Well, it would think fuck about, you up for the long. Yeah, time. that's what I'm saying. Those those kids who like some of them are able to manage it quite well. Like you got the Ryan Goslings and people like that. He's never been in trouble that I know. I've never had a real problem. Um, but then you got Britney Spears, and it almost destroyed her. Uh, and people laugh and joke about that. Lindsay it's like, Lohan. you've seen this kid. Yes, Lindsay Lohan. You're seeing these kids come apart at the seams and not able to deal with their lives because they were thrust in the spotlight at such a young age and, and, and they don't understand adversity. They don't understand those things. And once it's thrown at them, they're really thrown for, for a loop because they've always succeeded. Success teaches you nothing. Failure teaches you everything. Yeah. So it's, you know. I think I'd be the smartest man in the world. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Failed a lot. <laughs> You never fail unless you stop trying, good sir. Mm. We haven't done favorite things yet. <laughs> you want to dive into that let's, an hour and a half in? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, Jesus, tits. I actually have one for this. It's sweet. That's something kind of offbeat. Drops on roses and whistles on kittens. Yeah. Bright copper kettle. Okay, it's enough. 
Um, road hats. Road hats? Yeah. Not to be confused with road head or road house. Yeah. Road house. <laughs> road house. <laughs> uh, like when somebody drops a hat in the road and abandons it and just leaves it Free there. hat. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually broken in really good. You just got to take them home and wash them. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's pretty just found one the other day. <laughs> Mountaineer hat. Very happy with it. <laughs> Best purchase I've ever made. Yeah. Picked it right, picked that fucker right up off the ground. Speaking of things beside the road, there was an old meme going around. <clears throat> People putting get well soon balloons on uh, dead animals beside the road. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> like its arms up in the air a little bit. And they've got a fucking, a fucking balloon tied to it that's just floating there. <laughs> Fantastic! It's fantastic. It's it's terrific. Um, gosh, uh, there was a, a documentary I watched the other day called "An Open Secret" about the rampant child sex abuse in the entertainment industry. That was pretty interesting. Wouldn't say it's my favorite thing, but at least I know about it now. What? Yeah. Pretty much every kid that's in movies and stuff is getting fucked by some old dude. Really? Especially back in the day. Probably not as bad now since it's come out, but. That's fucking gross. Yeah. And we wonder why. They actually went into that in The Godfather. Really? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Corey Haim was talking about, or Feldman. Feldman was talking about it is after Haim died, because he felt bad because he introduced Corey Haim to the guy that got him, because he, he was gotten by him before. Jesus. Yeah. We wonder why they're so fucked up. Yeah, you wonder why they're fucked up. It's because they're a good percentage of them are sex toys. Yeah. I don't, again, that's something I don't get. I don't. Brian Singer, he's big into it. He's been accused. Brian Singer, uh, director of a bunch of movie, X Men movies and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's fucking awful. It's called an open secret. It's on YouTube. Full things on YouTube. Um, I don't know if I can watch that in my current state of mind. I watched it and it was weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> it just showed. I mean, it just has a bunch of interviews with kids. And there's one guy that ran away and. Uh, they, nobody knows where he is now. He's completely off the grid. Um, that was accused of it. They started a. Uh, it was called Den. It was a, one of the first streaming websites that would make content just for this website. Yeah. Before YouTube or anything, and they would film everything at this guy's house and get in a hot tub and all this stuff would would happen. Like one of the first shows that they made, they said it was about a young teenage boy who was adopted by two uh, two gay rich dudes. To come and live in their house. And he's like, I could get used to this. I mean, it didn't really, the, the show itself didn't really go into them fucking him, but the kid talked about it later in the documentary. I don't. You definitely should watch it. I think it would I bring your spirits way the fuck up. I don't think I should watch that. <laughs> I think you'll know if I watched it. I'll come walking in. Ho hum. Fucking Eeyore over here. Yeah, I'll have sawdust. No, I'm, I'm saying the attraction. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I, like, for me, I'd say that I have a healthy level of attraction to stuff that I like. You know, fleshy women. I I like that. Healthy gals. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't see being attracted to somebody who's prepubescent. I don't see somebody's being attracted to somebody who doesn't have sexual characteristics yet. That's just fucking weird. It's very weird. But there's a fuck ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's something developed? Over time, um, I imagine, and, and I am a psychologist. I'm just not licensed. Okay, um, <laughs> I imagine it comes from 
the abuser themselves getting it when they, when they were young and they sort of have a, an arrested development type thing. I guess. But I don't really know. I haven't done enough research. I don't. Yeah, that's not cool. It's not really something I want to research, but I saw it on Reddit and I was like, I got an hour and a half to watch this horrifying documentary yeah, I don't. about sex abuse in the entertainment industry. I won't watch another Brian Singer movie. I'll tell you that right now. It's weird. He's directing the next Star Wars. Is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. God That's going to put me in a real moral quandary. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I won't pay to see it. <laughs> That's pay to take me to see this movie. <laughs> I'll pay you back. <laughs> now I, uh, so that's the least favorite thing. Anti- well, the, the documentary was fine. It was as good as any other documentary. Mm-hmm. It was middle of the road as far as quality. Right. The content was, was horrifying, which made it very interesting. I'll uh, do a least favorite thing then, too. There is a, um, at the end of a... Well, good news, the Star Wars sequel rep shooting in July, so we don't have to worry about Carrie Fisher not being in it. So well, That's good news, but at the same time... Well, I mean, at least at least that movie's in the can. And they can plan for the next one. Yeah, because I know, honestly, that's all anybody's really worried about. Not I every, don't think not so. everybody, but plenty of people. We grew up. We grew up with her. That was kind of a shock and sad, you know, a distant sad. I didn't know her, but she's in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's in. She's in three some okay the, movies. One great movie. One great. Two okay movies and one great movie. Yes. Well, Force Awakens. No, I rewatched see, it two two great movies, two okay movies. I rewatched it the other day, and I still like it. But I, you don't like it as much. Not as much. But I've always seen it be the third time I watched it. I, I don't watch things over and over. What didn't you like about this time? I don't know. I just kind of fell out of it. Hmm. It's not anybody's fault but mine. Once I see something twice, I don't really ever watch it again. Unless I just put it on for noise. I don't know. I, I'd i like to watch it again. I, I think it's... That's what I bought it. I bought it the other night. <laughs> um, I, I was saying that uh least favorite thing is uh at the end of American Holocaust, they go into... The fact that the UN drew up a thing was basically a blanket apology that every nation assigned about the genocide of indigenous peoples. It's a formal apology. Um, the United States refused to sign it <laughs> because, as I said, once you do, they open the books and you have to acknowledge the shit that you did. You have to acknowledge, even face repercussions for it. Not legally so much, but censure. The United States will not do it. And this is good business. They tried. They actually tried to. They said they'd sign it if they if they put a, a proviso and an amendment on it, which the UN did. And so many nations threw a fucking fit. Ireland being at nearly at the top of that list because not just the fact that I found that cool because you know, but uh, the fact that the Irish had a very strange and sometimes intimate relationship with the Native Americans. Um, there's no people who were more instrumental in their destruction. Yet, however, there were no, there's not another group of uh, of immigrant peoples who were as adopted in. If I'm understanding this correctly, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of there's a guy from Richwood who was a white guy. His name is Blue Jacket. He just became a Native American one day. Are you allowed to do that? It was actually such a problem. At, at that point in American history, that it was punishable by death. If they caught you, they killed you. I'm talking about the powers that be, because the 
European way of living was so awful and disgusting and stratified, and the Native American way of living is more pastoral and happier. And those, and you know, you can paint them with, with a broad brush and do them a disservice. But the fact is that Native Americans were happier. That is a fucking fact. And even they, from the outside, seeing European culture and seeing all the things they could do, said, "Yeah, but you are miserable fucking people." You are sad. You keep your God in a fucking building and you, he's always mad at you. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, you know, why finger waggy God? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, you know, to them, God was in everything. They, that's one of their things. They said, how do you keep your God in a building so small? He's everywhere or it's everywhere or whatever. We don't get that concept. And that was where the whole thing, you know, anyway, but I'm saying it's the least favorite thing is that the fact that, the United States refuses, refuses, flat out refuses to acknowledge the shit they did to the Americans still to this day. We're a stubborn bunch. I wouldn't even say it's because you have all these assholes who, like, uh, who's that son of a bitch, who, uh, Corey Lewandowski, who keeps throwing around that old fucking term, American exceptionalism. We're not exceptional. We're another fucking country, just like everybody else. Just own up to it, and we can all move on. That's one of the problems with the dialogue in this country is the fact that they can't just own up and say, yeah, we did some fucked up shit. We really did. We, we formally apologize. Even with the uh, the uh, Trump getting elected and a lot of the reason of it was uh, people, like the, the fucking white people video earlier, they, instead of a bit of self-reflection, yeah, they doubled down. Yes. Like, fuck white people. Yeah. White, no, not just people, white men. Yeah, exactly. Let's pretend that 55% of women, white women didn't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> I, I can't, I, you know, they get to lay in the good vote. Some people get to lay in the cut. There's a massive group of Jewish people who voted for Trump. There's a massive group of Indian people who, like from India, who voted for Trump. They're extremely, they're extremely uh, conservative, their community. So, do you think Bobby Jindal just dropped out of the fucking <laughs> Priya tree or wherever the, the fucking fuck that shit Louisiana is? Yeah, like, hey, let's elect this guy for no reason. Yeah, exactly. They're a massive part of the fucking community, and they're very conservative. So, let's not pretend that all the problems, it is a, it's, it's, an, it's a socioeconomic thing. It is not a racial thing that got this guy elected. They're notoriously racist, too. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. The darker you are, speaking of racists, <laughs> the lobby of Trump Tower has been evacuated due to a suspicious package. The New York Police Department has said President-elect Trump is not on the premises. This is what well, did you see, though? What breaking happened? news. Did you see what happened on his Twitter feed when he wished everybody a happy Hanukkah? Yeah, a bunch of people oh, shit the oh, pants on the mad. They were fucking <laughs> mad, buddy. We didn't vote for you to, for this. We didn't vote for you to be nice to those Jews. We're really, I mean, it, for him to deny that he rode that wave of racism in the White House to me is the most insulting thing. Yeah. I mean, and for his followers to deny it. It wasn't racist. Yeah, it was. Just fucking admit it. I can admit it. I can call you on it, and I will every time. How do you think he got in the White House? Well, well, right now you're hedging. I can tell right now you're, you're not going <laughs> to tell me the fucking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So suspicious package. Probably nothing. I would say it's probably an Amazon package. You're like Amazon. What is that? They treat their workers like dog shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You'd think they would like Amazon. Trump Tower is like, it's like a fucking hotel or something, right? Or uh, like, like a big apartment know. building it's or something. Just, I don't know, but I know there's a lot of brass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very... Mr. Trump, we're reaching unprecedented levels of class with all this brass. <laughs> <laughs> Jack McBriar. <laughs> I was such a ripping stick. What you want to talk about? I don't really have anything prepared. Um, I guess just uh, 2016, uh, I think it can be summed up by the dude. 
you know, strikes and gutters, some uh, <laughs> some good things, do divides, you know. Try, try to look at it that way. It wasn't really that bad, though. It wasn't that bad. I mean, famous people that we've never met died. Um, Donald Trump got elected. That kind of sucks, but it would have sucked if Hillary Clinton got elected. Not as bad. Maybe not. We don't know what Donald Trump is. Maybe he's going to be awesome. We have no idea. That's the refrain I was actually going is give the guy a chance. Give him a chance. You have no choice but to give him a chance. So All I'm saying <laughs> is give Trump a chance. But, I mean, um, people used to have to worry about lions eating their faces off because they didn't have shelter. We got it pretty good. I think that... Some places still have to worry about that, though. Well, I think that we're going to have to stop going that, too. That's that's the next thing that's going to happen. Stop, gonna stop have to the lions. <laughs> stop hearkening back to, well, it's better than this time. Well, you know, I've heard this argument from so many Republicans, like hardcore Republicans. Well, you know that the uh, average American lives better than uh, a king in Europe, uh, uh, you know, 300 years ago. I was like, is that really a fucking selling point? Are you <laughs> fucking selling me with that? You had the shit in a bucket. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they live better because the world is a better place. That doesn't necessarily mean that they have more self-determination or that shit. They have less. They have less self-determination. Don't keep feeding me that horse shit and telling me that the world now is a so much better place because we all have cell phones and because we have GMO crops. That's not, that's fucking nothing. That doesn't mean anything. We have less self-determination than a lot of people in periods of history. And part of it is because of things like this. Oh, it's absolutely because of it. And that's, you know, I don't want, I think when we're talking about the, the whole neo-left thing where everybody hates white people and all that stuff, that needs to go away. That that, 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 need, that needs to be done. It's finished. Stop apologizing for being white. Stop attacking people for being white, especially white males. Stop fucking doing it. It's not going to get you anywhere. It doesn't work. Cause quit, care. Quit, saying, uh, quit saying using such term as a monolithic way of looking at a community when you're not willing to do it to the opposition. That's that's the problem. Yeah. We uh, The white people are seen as a monolith. You're all this way. It's like, no, there are certain groups of people in the country we're sitting in fucking smack dab in one of them who would beg to differ. We aren't those people. We never were those people. So... Stick it up your fucking ass because you don't know shit. Try try learning something before you speak. That's that's the problem with the left and the right. Like those people you showed, they don't know shit and they think they know something. Misinformation, this fucking fucking tornado of misinformation going around all the time. And everybody believes everything. Exactly. <laughs> Dig a little deeper. Pick up a fucking book written before 1920. Do that. Pick up a book written before 1950 or 1980. Pick up a book. Pick up a book in, for in <laughs> general. I don't care <laughs> if it's a little engine that could. I don't care if it's fucking Danielle Steele. Really don't read her shit. Really terrible. But anyway. <laughs> No, I'm saying that, that, that yes, um, 2016 was not bad. And in the grand scheme of things, we do have it better. But I'm saying that uh, when you look at a dystopian society, you have a dystopian utopia. And I think we're more Logan's Run than we are Blade Runner, if that makes any sense. I've not seen either, so it doesn't. Logan's Run, uh, everybody's well-fed, happy, uh, but they're tightly controlled. They have no self-determination. They die at a certain age because the population has to be controlled. They are controlled by a group of law enforcers called, you know, they go after runners, people who once they reach a certain age have to die, and they'll kill them on the spot. Now, let's put that in perspective. It's a beautiful place. It is a, it is an, a, a, a late 70s, early, no, late 60s, early 70s movie, so the special effects are awful. Um, they're not so special. It was not, it's creepy in that era, because science fiction from that era is creepy. Well, they actually have to tell a story. That's true, and it was intentionally creepy because it showed things in this different world where people uh, had given up free will. They had given up all these things for comfort. That's what we're sitting in, basically. So there's that. And then there's Blade Runner, where it's just this awful, filthy, disgusting, uh, massive poverty, uh, but technology. Um, there's robots. There's all this stuff. I think we're, not, we're more Logan's Run than we are Blade Runner. That's what I was saying. 
is that we live in a, in a society where there is no, really no more war, there's no more of that stuff, but how good is life? Why do you think so many Americans are depressed? Why do you think we have a massive pharma, pharmacology industry who plays on it? Why do you think all these things happen? It's because of that. It's because we're in a world where you know, we're the tiger pacing the cage. Yes, we're safe, but we're not happy. So in those terms, it's not a good time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. And I think it all depends on how you use your, uh, your devices. Yeah, or your even how you look at things. Like John, like I'm trying to do myself, like all these things, harking back to a, to a later, to an earlier time, but using the technology that we have to attain that for as long as it lasts, you know? So, I mean, I get, like I said, books delivered, and I get plants and stuff sent to my house. That, you can't do that another time. You know, you were fucked if things went down. Now I can at least cherry pick and be like, okay, I, if this happens, I'll have this. And then, you know, I just think, you know, it's like I said, gutter balls and strikes and you know pluses and minuses. So, well, I think the uh, if you bring like a caveman, not, maybe not a caveman, but uh, somebody from like the twelve hundreds or some bullshit mm-hmm. to now, they wouldn't give them a couple of years to acclimate or whatever mm-hmm. until they get over the wonder. Then yeah, they'd be this like, is fucking, "This is insane." Yeah, everybody's busting their asses all the time for nothing. They're not even growing anything. Like, what are we doing? Well, it's you know, it's. Uh, Philip K. Dick did it best in Blade Runner. Everybody was on pills. Everybody was... It was really kind of kind of prophetic. Making a, a sequel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was two of my favorite things I forgot to mention is that the Blade Runner sequel trailer is out and the Alien Covenant trailer is out, which is the sequel to Prometheus. Mm-hmm. I've not seen any it looks of pretty fucking good. It looks pretty good. I've seen Blade Runner. I've not seen any of the Alien movies. What am I doing with my life? Give a shot. Make sure that if you watch Blade Runner, watch the director's cut. Or the final cut. It's called the final cut. Because it's a long movie. And seven hours? Nah, it's not that long. That's a, a good solid two and a half, three. That's not bad. Um, it's really Scott. It is arguably the greatest science fiction movie of all time because it's pure science fiction. It's uh, it's robots that look human. It's uh, this world. Yes, it shares a lot of similarities in the fact that uh, Rutger Hauer gives one of the finest the soliloquies at the end when he says, "He said, you people on this planet, he said, you don't understand." You're so limited in your scope and what you've seen. He said, "I've seen fire ships on fire. I've seen uh, spaceships on fire off the rings of Venus. I've seen all these things, and now they're all going to disappear like tears in the rain." And that Aww. is, and it's a tremendously powerful moment, and it is a great speech. And that's what I'm talking about: is that you know this character? This he's not even human, and he's more human than anybody. So he just wants to live a little bit longer. That's the crux of the movie. They have a, a death rate when they, they die when they're five. Five? Five years old. They're replicants. So Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer, Joe Hanna, and there's two more are replicants who have escaped off-world because replicants are not allowed on the planet because there was a lot of problems with them. They're, of course, bigger. Not bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. They're built to be warriors. They're built to be do work. That They're just disposable people is what they are. But they escape, and they're trying to... So they're like black people. <laughs> In a sense... <laughs> From depending on your time period, yes, yeah. it's the same allegory, you know. So it's yeah, give them a shot, man. It's a great movie. I have to I'll have to find it. I'm sure it's, it's on somewhere. Amazon. It's got to be free somewhere. Be on all YouTuber. Might be on YouTube. Might be. You never know. Anything else, good sir? I think that's it. Let's close out this motherfucking year. Let's do it. Thanks for uh, listening, you bunch of dipshits. Don't know why you listen. I don't really don't want you to listen because you're all stupid. I hate you all. Um, I do like your mothers though. Um. I don't know. Go forth and fuck thine selves. Bye-bye.